By such material opulence, however, one cannot understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Chant the prayers, Oma Gyanu Timirandasya. Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Samiti Naminen Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pacharinen Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Pashtatyodosadarinen Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shedvaita Gadadara Shiva Shri Gauravattavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So here, this is one of the very important verses that uh, we quote many times regarding explaining the uh, position of the demigods. Uh, how demigod worship cannot lead you to the Supreme Personality, understanding the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sometimes they think that you can understand Krishna through the worship of demigods. The demigod worship is very much, as you say, Prabhupada says here, you know, their minds, those whose minds are distorted by material desires, surrender unto demigods and follow the particular rules and regulations according to their own nature. So if someone is in the mode of passion, someone in the mode of goodness, someone in the mode of ignorance, they go to a particular kind of demigods. You know? It is explained here. You can see here in this verse, So those who worship, uh, for example, in the mode of
So here you can see in the material consciousness, where how consciousness, however, even when one is situated in the mode of goodness, is susceptible to pollution by the mode of passion and ignorance. When the mode of goodness is mixed with the mode of passion, one worship the sun god, Vivasavan. So that when the mode of goodness is mixed with the mode of ignorance, one worship Ganapati or Ganesh. Is that? Huh? When the mode of passion is mixed with the mode of ignorance, one worship Durga or Kali, external potency. And one is simply in the mode of ignorance, one becomes a devotee of Lord Shiva. Because Lord Shiva is the predominant deity of the mode of ignorance within this material world. So according to the guna, the person nature, he will worship that particular demigod. He will be attracted, you see. That's why Krishna also said uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, I am in everyone's heart as a super soul. As soon as one desires to worship some demigod and make his faith steady so that he can devote himself to that particular deity. You understand? It's Krishna who is directing, not that the simple person like, oh, I like, I like. There's no such thing, you know. <laughs> Everything is controlled by the... So if he likes to get some, you know, like mode of ignorance, then he's attracted to the Lord Shiva. Understand? And if the mode of this now we read what? Kali is what? Passion. Ignorance and passion. passion mix, correct? So then he is attracted to worship of Durga. Right? Person is mind is in the mode. Huh? Correct? And is explained Bhagavad Gita. Why they, they want they want material benefit, no? Correct? So they want material benefit, then Krishna says very quickly, Kanchantaha karmanam siddhim yajantaiha devataha chipram, you see the word chipram, very quickly, he manusya loke siddhir bhavati karmaja. Very quickly they get, man in this world desires success in fruitive activities and therefore they worship demigod. Quickly of course man gets results from fruitive work in this world. As quickly they get it, it is not like it is, uh, you know, after some time, you know, or maybe if you work, not work, no such thing. If you worship the demigod, it says here, desire success in fruitive activity, therefore they worship the demigods. You follow? It is not that it there's some delay over, no. Because Krishna has to see whether the person qualifies, he wants to be a millionaire, whether he got the karma for that. Uh, as Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, I am the permitter, correct? Uh, Anumanta, uh, Upadrista and Anumanta, I am permitting, whether you qualify or don't qualify. You understand this point? Huh? It is not that anyone will go to the demigod and get everything in their life. It's not the case. If it qualifies, 
then yes, very quickly you will get the result. This way, explain here. See this verse here. Endowed with such a faith, he endeavors to worship a particular demigod and obtains his desire. But in actuality, these benefits are benefit are bestowed by me alone. It is not that his independent demigod will just give, you know, but has to be sanctioned by the supreme lord. You follow this point? Huh? So the lord is the ultimate uh, sanctioner. Now the demigods are independent, yeah, independent to some extent. But to give the result, it still needs what? Uh, blessings from the Lord. Not that uh, automatically you go and Lord Shiva will give you immediately. Uh, needs the blessing. Uh, so again, how to go and get what what is also explained in the Bhagavadam. And see here in this verse, one who desires to be absorbed in the impersonal Brahma Brahma Jyoti effulgent should worship the master of the Vedas, Lord Brahma or Brahaspati, the learned priest. So if you want to go and join merge in the Brahma and effulgence, so you are recommended to worship Brahma or Brahaspati, the learned priest. Now this everybody like this. One who desire powerful sex should worship the heavenly king Indra. Eh? Prabhu can advertise this. Everybody is wanting to buy Viagra. Go here, you know, because Indra is very lusty. Yes? Okay. And one who desires good progeny should worship the great progenitors called the Prajapatis. Hmm? One who desires good fortune should worship Durga Devi, the superintendent of the material world. Right? That's why a lot of people they like to worship Durga. Okay? Good fortune. One desiring to be very powerful should worship fire. Huh? Akni, Akni Devata. Right? You want to be powerful, can worship the fire god. And one who aspires only after money should worship the Vasus. Ah, they don't know this one. Maybe you can tell them this one. <laughs> they are worshipping Kuvera, but if you worship the Vasus, you get more money. But they don't even know how the Vasu looks like. I think you have to go and find out from the Vedic, uh, you know, research. Maybe you have a picture of the Vasu. There are eight Vasus, correct? Eight, and Bhishma Dev was also one of the Vasus. You know that? Bhishma Dev is one of the 
Vasu. One should worship Rudra incarnation of Lord Shiva if he wants to be a great hero. Haribos, all this Rajini Khan and all here. Yeah, worship uh, uh, a great hero incarnation, Lord Shiva. That means he worship Lord Shiva. One who wants a large stock of grain should worship Aditi. Uh, one wants to have a lot of uh, grains, is worship Aditi. One who desires to attain the heavenly planet should worship the sons of Aditi. Who are the sons of Aditi? Huh? Adityas. One who desires worldly kingdom should worship Vishwadeva. Who is this Vishwadeva? Vishambar. And one who wants to po- be popular with the general mass of population should worship Sadhya, demigod. I think we have all lost our all this thing is lost. Huh? They only know a few demigods. Right? Most of the demigods are finished. And one who desires a long span of life should worship the demigod knows in Ashwini Kumaras. I don't know how they look like. They're twins actually, right? And a person desiring a strongly built body should worship the earth. With all this gymnastic they are going. They can worship Bhumi Devi. Huh? One who desires stability in his post should worship the horizon and the earth combined. Wow, that means you go to the morning, you know, the horizon, you know, the sea, and you worship. You get what? Stability in the post. One who desires to be beautiful should worship the beautiful residents of the Gandharva planet. Huh? And one who desires a good wife should worship the Apsaras and the Urvasi society girls of the heavenly kingdom. Exactly what, what is his name? Pururava did, you know. So you want to have a good wife? Huh? He, he wants to have a good wife? <laughs> One who desires domination over others should worship Lord Brahma. Wow, see that? If you want to dominate over others, should worship Lord? The head of the universe. One who desires tangible fame should worship the personality of Godhead. So that means you worship Krishna, you get to be famous. And one who desires a good bank balance should worship the demigod Varuna. Or they are worshipping Kuvera. You should please guide them, they are going to the wrong person. <laughs> they should go to Varuna. If you want to have good bank balance, I think we should start. <laughs> if one desires to be a greatly learned man, he should worship Lord Shiva. 
And if one desires a good marital relation, he should worship the chaste goddess Uma, the wife of Lord Shiva. So you see here, how it is all explained, to go to who, to get what material benefit. You understand? One should worship Lord Vishnu or his devotee for spiritual advancement in knowledge and for protection for heredity and advancement of a dynasty. One should worship the various demigods. So, you want to keep your lineage going, then you worship all the demigods. But if you want to make spiritual advancement, uh, then you should only go to uh, Lord Vishnu or Krishna, right? One who desire domination of a kingdom or an empire should worship the Manus. One who desires victory of an enemy should worship the demons. You want victory over the enemy, you should worship the demons. They are not excluded, you know. Eh? And one who desires sense gratification, you worship the moon. But one who desires nothing of material enjoyment, should worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So you see here, uh, demigod worship gives material benefits. Yes? Correct? It is not that you don't get material benefits. It actually, worship of demigod is in the mode of goodness. Those in the mode of goodness, they worship the demigod. Those in the mode of passion, they worship the Chai Shirata. Huh? Who they worship? They worship the one. You know the verse? There's a verse, no? Where is it? 22, is it? No, not this. 54. So here we can see it says that those who are in the mode of passion, they worship the demons. Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, Bhagavad Gita is there. 17.4. Yes, also here. Give me a minute. Let me 
man in the mode of goodness uh, worship the demigods those in the mode of passion worship the demons and those in the mode of ignorance worship ghosts and spirits so there's a breakdown on this you know yeah follow this point No, but then when you go into the goodness, then there's goodness mix, you know. That's why the verse explains. You cannot just be in pure goodness or what. Because there's always the modes of fighting, you know. Each one wants to dominate and each one is contaminating each other. Hey, that's why uh, to be in the modes, it is not recommended. That's why you are in the mode of goodness, but you are contaminated with passion, you worship the sun god. Correct? You read? And if you have goodness mixed with ignorance, then you get attracted to Ganesh. You follow? Huh? So the modes are always trying to dominate each other. You understand? It is explained here. Complete ignorance, then he goes to Lord Shiva. Sometimes the mode of goodness becomes prominent, defeating the mode of passion and ignorance of Sana Bharata. Sometimes the mode of passion defeats goodness and ignorance. And other times ignorance defeats goodness and passion. In this way there is always competition for supremacy. So the modes are always, you know, trying to uh, you follow. So demigod worshippers, uh, they cannot understand who is the supreme. This is the problem with the worship of demigods. It's explained here. So you see, this is the position of the demigod worshippers. Those established in material passion, goodness and, and ignorance worship the particular demigods and other deities. That this is the point. Herod by Indra, who manifest the same modes of passion, goodness and ignorance. They fail, however, to properly worship me. So they, they cannot worship this, they won't go to Krishna. The worshippers of demigods think we are, shall worship the demigods in this life and by our sacrifice we shall go to heaven and enjoy there. 
when that enjoyment is finished we shall return to this world and take birth as great householders in aristocratic families then excessively proud and greedy such persons are bewildered by the flowery words of the vedas they are not attracted to topics about me the supreme lord see the point here they they cannot they're not attracted at all hmm You see this point. And not only that, it is explained here. those who are full of lust avarice and greed mistake mere flowers to be actual fruit of life bewildered by the glare of fire and suffocated by its smoke they cannot recognize their own true identity and they are into doing that kind of you know what is called havan no so because they are suffocated by its smoke i think we also get suffocated when we do this yagya to have big big fans and so many things and cannot recognize their own true identity not only they don't know who god is krishna they also will not know who they are why because they full of lust avarice eh greed you understand so another demigod worshipers are blinded demigods worship is a they cannot see nothing because of excessive attachment for material you understand ah huh? they don't have any good qualities also extremely <laughs> mind is distorted they cannot understand who they are they cannot understand even krishna also not possible understand there's one verse also it says there in the bhagavad one verse they devotees they give up the worship of these demigods you know they cut with the sword what is that of one two something <sighs> the ghastly form of the demigods devotees one two One to twenty-six. That's why devotees at the front they don't want to get involved in this, you know. Those who are serious about liberation are certainly non-envious, and they respect all. Yet they reject the horrible and ghastly form of the demigods and worship only the all blissful forms of Lord Vishnu and his plenary portion. So the bodies they they are not attracted to this uh, demigod worship, you know. In fact, Krishna also he not <laughs> he says here. What then? 
No, but the demigod like what's the name Durga? You know, they have many forms of Durga. They are very fearful looking, you know. You can see tongue all out and I mean how you like that with the tongue and all tail all out. That's why the other religion they make fun. You you're worshipping the devil. If it is so nice looking, why they say that? Because it's very fearful. The rest of them are okay. Mostly they are not okay. <laughs> huh? And then they worship the penis and the genitals. People ask, what are you doing? If they know that the Shivalinga is the what? What is it? The genitals and the the female and male organ, correct? This is what you're doing, correct? Putting garland, washing with milk. And I think they think this is some kind of because they don't know. They cannot understand this. You understand? Hmm? So demigod worship is not really, you know. Of course, Krishna says also in the Bhagavad Gita. The Bhagavad Gita Krishna said is not very intelligent. Antavatu palatesham tad bhakti alpa medasham devan devaya joyanti mad bhakti yanti mama api. See, so men of small intelligence worship demigods and their fruits are limited and temporary. Those who worship the demigods go to the planet of demigods, but my devotee ultimately reach my supreme planet. Again, he also said yeah, many places. Yanti Deva, where they go? Those who worship demigod, go to? Those who worship the forefathers, go? And those who worship the ghosts, become ghosts. But my devotee, they come to me. Yes? So you see there, here also the same point. But here something else is added. Man of small intelligence worship demigod and their fruits are limited and temporary. That means demigod worship, you can only get material benefits. You follow this point? They're not very, this why it says alpameda, not very intelligent. So demigod worshippers are not very intelligent. In fact, Krishna also condemns it in here also, before we go, Isha Panishad also. In the mantra 13 it says, It is said that one result is obtained by worshipping the supreme cause of all causes and that another result is obtained by worshipping what is not supreme. All this is heard from the undisturbed authorities who clearly explain it. Understand? They all say what? All rivers lead to the ocean, correct? This is a famous, what do you call that? Example they give. But here, this mantra, this is Vishwapanishad mantra, it nullifies that theory. Because these guys always like to say, no, we want Surti, Surti. What Surti? This is Surti? Vishwapanishad is what? This is Surti, not Smriti. This is what? So here, what about this? Huh? 
So one result is obtained by worshipping the supreme cause of all causes, another is worshipping what is not supreme. Understand? And is further, all this is heard from the undisturbed authorities who clearly explained it. So when we are talking to these crazy guys, you should know, understand? Uh, further, to further strengthen this point, it's explained here again. long purport. So this is also very important. One should know perfectly the personality of Godhead Sri Krishna and his transcendental name, form, qualities and pastimes as well as the temporary material creation with temporary demigods, man and animals. When one knows this, he surpasses that and the ephemeral cosmic manifestation with it. And in the eternal kingdom of God, uh, he enjoys his eternal life of bliss and knowledge. So again, he further strengthens this point that when you worship the Lord, then only you go to the eternal kingdom. And they reject all this what? Temporary thing. So demigod worship is not for intelligent people. It is for the Alpha made others are not so intelligent. You follow this point? Uh, people who are very much attracted to material benefit, their mind is lush. Ka- kama kama is the word for the demigod is what? Kama. Kama is hartha for gyan. Uh, devotees, they, they have to come out of this. No? So it is explained here also Perhaps of the intelligent demigod, although it is true that nothing is difficult for one to obtain when I am pleased with him, a pure devotee whose mind is exclusively fixed upon me does not ask me for anything but the opportunity to engage in devotional service. A devotee is a different level, you know. They, they, they don't ask nothing, you know. They, and then even Krishna says, for my devotee, he don't ask. That's why I carry what he lacks and preserve what he has. But here on the other hand, you see this. Those who think that material assets to be everything or to be the ultimate goal of life are called misers. Understand? Just now we got the word, what? They are what? Alpamedas, right? Less intelligent. Now the Lord is saying they are called Kripana. Misers. They do not know the ultimate necessity of the soul that already we explained already just now, correct? They cannot understand themselves. 
Now they can understand who God is, correct? Moreover, if one avoids that which is desired by such fool, he must also be considered foolish. In other words, Krishna is saying all demigods are getting, giving benefit, they are all foolish. And if you go to him and ask for material benefit, <laughs> although they are considered pious if they go to the Lord, Right, Krishna called them, yeah, if you come to me for material benefit, the distress, four kinds of people go, right? What are the four guys? The one one in distress, then the one who wants something, correct? Then the one who is in knowledge, one knowledge, inquisitive, and finally one who is in knowledge, right? There are four kinds, yes or not? Well, they call them Sukirti, but going to him for material benefit, the Lord is not... That's why there's another verse, you know, you know, we quote all the time, 515, sorry, 1927, that if you come to me for material benefit, I am not interested in giving, because again and again you want to petition for I will simply take everything and give you my lotus feet, in which you will never ask anything anymore, and that way you are fully satisfied. Of course, that example is given in many, many places, Durva Maharaj, you know, so many places. No, 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 I don't want anything anymore. Right? I've seen you, I'm satisfied. So that is the, that is the thing here. Okay? So again, another place here. Here it says here, another point Krishna is making. A pure devotee is fully accomplished in the science of devotional service will never instruct a foolish person to engage in fruitive activities of material enjoyment. If someone who is intelligent will never tell people to go to the demigod to get material benefit. Not to speak or helping him in such activities. Such a devotee is like an experienced physician who never encourages a patient to eat food injurious to his health, even if the patient desires it. Okay? That's why here, Srila Prabhupada, there's one verse about the worship of Ganesh and the... What is that? Nectar of devotion. Many people ask us this question. Hey, I was so excited. Hey, I read we, can, we should worship Ganesh. First time they are reading the nectar devotion, they become overly excited. Wow, now I can do Ganesh Puja. Right? They are very excited, you know. <laughs> because they have been doing that all life, you see. Ah, but here you see, never encourage a person to eat food injurious to them. Even if the patient desires, isn't proper, stop it, forget it. Proper said, no. And now we can understand how merciful he is. Because worship of demigod is injurious. It is what? Detrimental. You know. Guru Maharaj, you know, he also was saying, can you go to that verse for me? I think it's for... He said, even worshipping you for material benefit, this is also available in the hellish planet, you know. It is there. He is... You know, all this benediction we are trying to get from the Lord, you know, when the Lord appears to him and he is speaking, you know. You know, you can find for me. 
And in the meantime, I'll show you another verse. I think this is the one. Although I have the power to avoid spiritual liberation, lastly present worship me with penance and war in order to get my blessing for their mundane family life. Such persons are bewildered by my illusory energy. Is it? Uh, 499 499 uh, I am coming to that This is the verse O Supreme Reservoir of Love Unfortunate are they who even after obtaining me The Lord of both liberation and material riches Hanker only for material treasures These worldly gains can be found even in hell See this point here Jai Sri Radhamana. His worldly gains can be found even in hell. Such, since such persons are observed with sun's gratification, hell is a beating place for them. It is spoken by Krishna to Rukmani. Huh? You can see here, if you owing to him for material benefit, huh? This worldly gains can be found even in hell. Those who anchor for material riches, anchor only for material treasures. Since such persons are observed with sense gratification, hell is a beating place, fitting place for them. Huh? In other words, if you worship huh, for sense gratification, you are not going to do heavenly world. You see how Krishna condemns them. Yeah? And here also Dhruva Maharaj, is that 499? Even Dhruva Maharaj is saying, yeah? persons Is this 499? Yeah. Person who worship you simply for sanctification uh, of this bag of... Hare Krishna. All glories. Person who worship you simply for sense gratification of this bag of skin are certainly influenced by illusory energy. Inspired by having you who are like a desire tree and the cause of liberation from birth and death, foolish persons such as me desire benediction from you for sense gratification which is available even for those who live in hellish condition. Yes, mind you. Again, Guru Maharaj is saying. What is in number 8? I thought there was something in number 8.
So now we have explained at length this demigod worship is very detrimental. Yeah? Another point just before we go to this thing here. Here I can see what is that? Demigod worshippers. I am difficult to obtain. 1088? 18? 1088? What? 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. And instead worship other deities who are quickly satisfied. When people receive kingly opulence from the deity, they become arrogant, intoxicated with pride and neglectful of their duties. They dare to offend even the demigods who have a bestowed benediction upon them. Can you see this point here? This is why demigod worship is not recommended. You don't get any good qualities from Ah, you follow? You get one arrogant, intoxicated, ah, with pride, and you are neglectful of your duties. See how dangerous it is. Ah, that's why we don't recommend. Not recommended. Very dangerous. Ah. It's very what? Detrimental. And because Krishna is difficult to worship, normally they neglect. Because lust, no, overcome by lust. You can see, very common in India, you know, every corner there is one demigod temple. Because it's part of the system, but to help them upgrade, you don't deny. So how to help these people? There's a question now. How to help them? So this whole point is this now. Because just before this is the famous verse Krishna, you know. Always, uh, this verse is quoted by Śrīla Prabhupāda many, many times. Ākāma, Sarvakāma, Mokṣakāma, Udhārati. Uh, this verse you should memorize. Alright, this verse, I'm sure you know this verse. Ākāma, Sarvakāma, Uva, Mokṣakāma, Udhārati. Trivena, Tivrena, Bhakti Yogena, Yajate, Purusham Param. Uh, a person who has broader intelligence, whether he be full of material desires, without any material desires or desiring liberation, must, must by all men worship the Supreme or the Personality of Godhead. So even Krishna condemns you going Him for that, but still He recommends you to go to Him. Even you have got material desires or without material desires, or you had want to be liberated. Then this was many times Prabhupada quoted. But by all means you please go to the Lord. You follow this point. Because when you go to the Lord, then there's a good chance you may meet his this is explained here. 
This is a point very important. All the different kinds of worshippers of multi demigods can attain the highest perfectional benediction, which is spontaneous attraction unflinchingly fixed upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Only, uh, only by the association of the pure devotee of the Lord. That's now we are at the verse. By worshipping the demigods, you cannot go to the Supreme. Yes? Correct? Now, the chance of going to the Supreme Lord is only by the mercy of the understand this point that's why there's a whole different what we say results a person who is worshipping demigods he cannot come out of it by worshipping the demigods not that you worship the demigod and you get Krishna that's not possible it is not a possibility. You understand? I think I gave a class one Friday, I think. What the difference he asked, the worship of demigods and the sadhus. Correct? There are so many verses I showed. Shiva is pure devotee, so I worship Shiva Yes, the Shiva that you are worshipping is the one who gives you material benefit. If you want to worship that Shiva who is giving you like the Prasetas, you know, ah, spiritual knowledge, then you must go his link. You cannot just go to Shiva. I, we cannot just go to Brahma and get all the... not possible. If you go to Brahma like that, you see all the material benefit only you get. Correct? So if you want to get the knowledge from this Lord Shiva or Lord Brahma or the four Kumaras, you must go to the current link. You can find it. Here, the current link is here. Why you want to do so, more, so many investigations? Huh? Someone will ask me the question. What about this Nityananda Vamsa, you know? I think we should investigate. The, I think you have so much time. And nothing else to do? Huh? I mean, here. Yeah. The Parampara is here. The books are here. The knowledge is here. Everything is here. Why we have to do all this? Difficult gymnastics, eh? right? Correct? So this is very clear here, right? Only by the association of pure devotee of the Lord, then only you can get access to the Supreme Personality of God. Understand? As a verse, there's one verse. I think it is here, I maybe 19... 165 is it? 165 I hope I am correct. Yeah, I am right. See, this is a very important verse here. It says, As long as, as, long as there is not the slightest fragrance of pure love of Krishna, which is the perfect medicinal herb for controlling Lord Krishna within the heart, the opulence of material perfection known as Siddhis, Brahmanical perfection, Satya, Sama, Tiktiksha, so on, the trance of yogis and monistic beliefs of Brahman, 
all seem wonderful for man. There is point. Huh? As long as you do not come in contact with Krishna through the devotees, that also, then all these things will become very very alluring and you become very what? Attractive. That's why people who got lust in the heart, these things are very attractive. You understand? Very? So the only way to come out of this kind of a mess, only one way, we have to go and take shelter of a pure devotee. So I have explained here, this verse, The activity of demigods lead to both misery and happiness for living beings. But the activities of great saints like you who have accepted the infallible Lord as their very soul result only in the happiness of all beings. Is there a difference here? Demigods you go, the fruit is what? Limited and temporary, correct? Anta, antavatu, pala, tesham. Alpa, meda. Huh? Just now we read, no? So the fruit is limited and temporary. Same point. Not only limited and temporary, they give you misery and happiness. Not that you go to the demigod, you will not get, you only get happiness. No such thing. But, if you go to the devotees, sages, pure devotees, then you only get happiness. You only get Yeah? They're supposed to give you some miseries, you know, they're jokes. Correct? Now the COVID, miseries, death, miseries. So, next verse, Those who worship the demigods receive reciprocation from the demigod in a way just corresponding to the offering. The demigods are attendants of karma like a person's shadow, but sadhus are actually merciful to the fallen. So they can only give you what, you know, your karma is, your karma is beyond, is not possible to help. You understand this point? But the sadhus are actually merciful to the fallen because they can awake them out of this material mess. Only the sadhus can wake you up because you need to be woken up. Just now we read, you know, in the dream you were seeing the tiger and all these things, correct? That not just some dreams and tiger and someone wake you up. In spiritual life, you can only be woken up uh, spiritually by the help of the spiritual master and Krishna. 
You cannot use sleeping. We are sleeping now. We are materially sleeping. Understand? And we are attracted to all this sense pleasure. All these stuffs, you know. Yesterday I gave the class, correct? The pratishta, the labha, the, the, all the subtle also in the heart of the devotees, all considered as what? Weeds. So we need to pull them all out. Understand? Yeah. So we have to go to the devotees. There you can see. Oh, I don't want all this stuff. That's why you see the, the, the Durvan Maharaj, right? I came looking for some what? Kacham. What is that? Glass. Pieces of broken glass. But I found a valuable. Hey. So this is the realization. The moment you come to Krishna, then yes. And only a devotee can bring you to Krishna. Yeah, of course, there are so many Krishna temples everywhere here. I think in India, right? People go Tirupati here, there, all. Why they go home, they still go back and do their nonsense? Yes or not? Huh? Why? Because the element of association with pure devotee is not. That's why even Krishna says, you go to holy places, if you don't meet, what is that? Huh? 18, one, one, what is that? 10, 88 and 84, is it? 10, 84, 13. So if you go to holy places, huh? Right? This verse here. You go to the place of privilege simply to take a bath rather than meet men or transform knowledge, there is to be considered like an ass or a cow. There's the words of Krishna, you know. This Krishna spoke, you know, this thing. In other words, Krishna stress on trying to get the association of devotees. The devotees are far, far more, more higher than the demigods. You understand? Far, far higher than that. That's why I explain here again, in this verse. This is a very important verse. This is spoken by, I think, who? Narada Muni? For the conditioned soul, the human body is most difficult to achieve. For the conditioned soul, this human body very difficult to get. And it can be lost at any moment. And it can be lost at any moment. But I think that even those who have achieved human life rarely gain the association of pure devotees who are dear to the Lord of Vaikuntha. Get that point? Yeah, human birth is rare already. Yes. But it is even more rare to get the association of a pure devotee. You understand? Demigod worship is something, I mean, it is not even talking about. 
This is the problem with our, what we say, upbringing. We have all been programmed to go and get to worship the devatas. No, 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 go, go. And then they do this. Sometimes, so Ganesh, stand on one leg and you know, you do all kind of gymnastics you do for. Eh? Ah, everybody. Eh, because the, the whole program, no, no, no. Saraswati Puja, you bring all your books. I don't know what you're going to score. She's going to do some magic and you get all A's or something. I don't know. Eh? Out of the whole program, yes. We all are trained like that, yes. Correct? Because we are taught that material benefit is the goal of life. Correct? Even now, many Indians who study, study, study. The guy don't go to school, wow, whole, his whole life is gone. If you don't go to school one day, his whole life is gone through. I have said, parents, I, 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 why are you not coming? No, no, exam now. What? Exam means don't come to the temple. What is this? Very strange. They prioritize. What? Material, education as the summum woman of the person. Correct? Yeah, especially the woman. Wow, they get all crazy. Wow, the children no school? Wow. They get a heart attack. They get what? Heart attack. He's going to be a fool. You understand? This is a whole program which is being misdirected. That's why, is what? There should be a revolution on the misdirected. What is that verse? 1 5? 11. 11. On the other hand, that literature is full of description of the transcendental glories of the name, fame, form and pastime, the unlimited Supreme Lord is a different creation full of transnational were directed to bringing about a revolution in the impious lives of the world's misdirected civilization. Huh? But this is not even careful. Nobody cares for Bhagavad Gita. Who cares? Huh? Anybody can? Nobody. In fact, we just recently we started these classes they are so surprised that so much information is in that one book. And we are a little handicapped because we cannot use other books at all, you know. <laughs> Just one book. <laughs> most of them don't have the other. Look at that. I am preaching. Most countries have complete sets of proper books. All in, what? PD, I mean, uh, in a uh, soft copy. And India, the source. The one? Don't even have. How pathetic it is! Can you imagine? Huh? Yes? Huh? That shows that they are not bothered, they are not interested. 
Such transcendental literatures, even though imperfectly composed, are heard and sung and accepted by purified men who are thoroughly honest. You know, Krishna is giving stress also to knowledge. It is not that we are not bothered about knowledge. We are also bothered about knowledge. You understand? Huh? In fact, Krishna says, among the four people who come to me, the one who comes on knowledge, aha, is very, very dear to me. Yes? See, Krishna says this, see. All those devotees are undoubtedly magnanimous souls, but one who is situated in knowledge of me, I consider to be just like my own self. Huh? One who is situated in knowledge of me, of who? Huh? Uh, this they are forgetting. They are not interested. This they are not interested. Yes? See? Being engaged in my transcendental service is sure to attain me the highest and most perfect goal. Yeah. They are going to the demigods to get material benefit, material knowledge, material everything. And Krishna says such a person is a krapana, a fool. Bhagavad Gita, he put them as what? Hartapa Gyan, they have lost their intelligence. Kami Kami Tat Paharta Kyan Last intelligence Antavatu Palatesham Alpameda Their brains is short circuited Prabhu The Indians And here Krishna is saying very clearly One who studies about me Oh I consider him as what? Next verse, Bahunam Janmanam Ante Jnanavan. Again, who is that? Jnanavan. Mamprapadjante. How is he a Jnanavan? Vasudevam Sarvamiti. Sahamatma Sudurlabha. Sahamatma Sudurlabha. Muktanam Apisiddhanam. Narayana Parayanaha Correct? Yeah, this is the Narayana Parayana means one who is a devotee is considered as topmost. But therefore we should not waste our chance, get all hooked up with all this nonsense. We get purified. The one who is purified, then he thinks that all this is just now I read the verse, right? Huh? All this mystic power, this thing, that thing, all this, eh? what? A very attractive, as long as Krishna is not there. And also Krishna says here, it is spoken by not Krishna, but Prahlad Maharaj, you know. I think it's this verse. Huh? Hmm. My dear friends, O sons of demons, you cannot please the Supreme Personality of Godhead by becoming a perfect Brahmana, demigod, a great saint, or becoming perfectly good in the etiquette of what's learning. 
you see here you cannot even please the Lord by becoming even a dummy or what to speak of worshipping them is it? <laughs> right? or great saints or by becoming perfectly good in etiquette or vast learning none of this qualification can awaken the pleasure of the Lord nor by charity, austerity, sacrifice, cleanliness or vows can, please, can one satisfy the Lord the Lord is pleased only if one has unflinching, unalloyed devotion to Him without sincere devotional service everything is simply a show finish finish the program is over Prabhu I can sit here a whole day Prabhu I can <laughs> ah. correct I think we should be very fixed in not approaching the demigods that's why they said in the CC two places one should not worship if you want to make advancement spiritually you cannot worship where is that? you know? 19? clearly it says here a pure devotee must not cherish any desire other than to serve Krishna he should not offer worship to the demigods or to the mundane personalities period it is said the word here uh, should not hmm? Demigod worshippers are very upset when you go to their temples and you don't care, you big trouble. At least you go there, you respect. Huh? You go there, respect. Bow down. You're not that you don't bow down, bow down. But worship, you understand they are servants of Krishna and yes, we offer our uh, three verses in the what is that for Devi Srishti, Sriti, Paradana, Sadhana you go to the CC uh, you, these three verses are there in one verse you know I found that while well, I was speaking I saw and another one Chiram uh, Chiram Etati Vishesha Yoga Samjhayate Tata Pataka Astihetu that verse and Basmam Yatasma Brahma for Devi, for Lord Shiva and Brahma these three verses are in the purport of that verse the proper worship of demigods in the Shishya you find this verse so you can see how we are huh? yeah so this is how we are supposed to respect them you understand this point let me finish this verse first 
he should not offer worship to the demigods and the mundane person. He should not cultivate artificial knowledge. You see this point again? He should not cultivate artificial knowledge. He is devoid of Krishna consciousness. And he should not engage himself in anything other than Krishna consciousness activities. One must engage all one's purified senses in the service of the Lord. This is the favorable execution of Krishna consciousness activities. Then and then, yeah? So, again, there's another place here. This one is the point here that we are making. It says here, one one nine. Sorry. Here. Yeah. The devotee should treat loss and gain equally. The devotee should not be overwhelmed by them lamentation. The devotee should not worship demigods, nor should he disrespect them. Similarly, the devotee should not study or criticize other scriptures. Now, what is that verse this now? Uh, Adi? Huh? Seven? Seven. Seven. Seven, one? Five, seven. Seven, one? Five, seven. One, five, seven. Yeah. So here I see, when we speak about respect, so we, we chant these verses, you see. So when we worship the when we go to the demigod temple, we chant this verse. This is about Durga Devi. Sriste Siti Pralaya Sadhana Sati Reka Chaya Yasya Bhuvanani Bhivati Durga Echanu Rupama Vyasya Chasite Puchesa Govinda Mari Purusham Tamaham Bajami the external potency Maya who is of the nature of the shadow of the chief spiritual potency worshipped by all people as Durga, the creating, present and destroying agency of this mundane world. I adore the primal law Govind and according to whose will Durga contacts itself. This is how we respect. You follow? Huh? So this verses we have to chant. This one is the yoga verse, you know, about Lord Shiva. Milk is transformed into yogurt by the action of acid, yet the effect of yogurt is neither the same nor different from its cause. I adore milk, I adore the primal Lord Govinda of whom the state of Sambhu is similarly transformed for the performance of the work of destruction. And here this is about Lord Brahma, who receives the power for regulation of mundane will just the sun manifests a portion of his own light in all the fungi that bear such name as Surya Kanta. Then this is about Ganesh, you know, Yadpada Pallavam Yugam, you know. So Ganesh holds the always holds the Lord's lotus feet upon the pair of Timalai proving from his elephant head. So you see, all these verses are there to and then the sun also, you see, the sun god here. How the sun you worship the sun. So this is how we go and do our respects. You follow? Huh? 
It is not that we don't respect, we have to respect also. In fact, we have three, five Yeah. These are the five, you know, the sun, the sun, the Lord Shiva, Durga, Ganesh, and of course Vishnu. But Vishnu, which and Hare Krishna? Yes, yes, the Niswasita Kala Matava Lambya Jivandi Loma Vilajaja Gananda Nata Vishnu Mahan Yayesya Kala we say so. This is a mantra for all that otherwise know that what the light departure, you know, the light. So all these verses are there, so we should have to know and then we apply them as we go to the temples. We of course most of you used to go to this temple to distribute our books and all that, right? I had a complaint actually, they told me when I was being investigated, they were saying but you guys don't go into the temple, right? I said, why we don't go into the temple? We go into the temple? No, 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 you all never go into the temple you stay outside <laughs> they think that they don't respect the demigods that's not a fact Huh? Why we not go inside and pay your businesses? Because you do the outside because you want to concentrate on your service, but they observe. You understand? One time one person got very upset that we didn't put the usually they give the red powder and all that, no? Right? So he became very offended, you're not taking and putting in the they think we're anti. <laughs> We have no objection, they can put what the harm. Yes? They are... Demigod worshippers are always looking for what? The reason to fight with the the bodies. That's a verse also. You know? Yes? And that was so, what's his name? Sri was uh, Sri was Taku, right? They put all the Kali thing in front. That was Chapal Gopal who planned it. So therefore, although you cannot, we are you can worshiping demigod does not help you. But that doesn't mean that we disrespect them. I have explained at length. I think today's class is pretty much covered most of the points. Eh? Yes? But devotees, you can see, they worship demigods to get Krishna. That's another angle itself. But that is only for highly advanced devotees. So we are not taught that way. We are not taught that way to go and worship demigod to get Krishna. It is not required also, you can go to Krishna directly. You understand? There are cases of Rukmini worshipping Durga to get Krishna. The gopis worshipping Katyayani who is an expansion of Durga to get Krishna. And Lord Shiva, Arjuna worship Lord Shiva to get the favour to serve Krishna. Right? They are. But we are not been 
taught to do that, although they are examples, because we are not so advanced, we may get, uh, we may get bewildered. Because that's the nature of the conditioned soul, that when they get something, they become obligated. You understand? And then they start thinking, no, no, for me, so and so is the only thing in my life. No, I don't care for anything, I only, huh? You understand? So they may not understand the purpose of human life in that way. That's why demigod worship is very intoxicating and dangerous. And the body is usually the red versus right? Okay? Usually avoid. They avoid worshipping the demigods. That's why Krishna says in the Anu Bhagavad Gita, what is that? Sarva Dharma Parityaja Mamekam Sarvanya Ham Tum Sarve Bhape Piyo Mokshyashmi Don't go to anything. Tasmat Ekena Manasa What that was? Huh? 1114 So here it says here Tasmat Tasmat ekena manusa Bhagavan satsvatam patihi Sotavya jiddavyaschya Dehe pujaschya nityada Therefore, with one-pointed attention, one should constantly about glorify, remember and worship the Personality of Godhead who is the protector of the devotees. That is the conclusion. You just go to Krishna and everything is settled. Right? Otherwise, you can get very much mixed up. Yes? All right, any questions or comments? I think I, I've pretty much explained my point. Well? According to this verse, no. According to this verse, no. Only by the body of, by pure the body, and also by Krishna only, because Krishna directs. When Krishna in the heart, he detects that you are interested in knowing or surrendering to me, then Krishna will make arrangement for you to go to pure you, not the demigods. Demigods. They got nothing to do. But he went to a devotee. Lord never Lord Shiva could have given him instruction or oh, you don't worship or oh, you just go to Krishna, no. No. He said you go to Lord, go to Sanatana and get the touchstone. And Sanatana then told him there's something higher than the So the devotee still, no? Without devotee association it's not possible to go to So he may be thinking that oh by the demigod Tony I met the devotee. No, that cannot that's not valid. Also the 
What story? Who? Or the poet. What's his name? Chandi. Chandidas. Chandi. Chandidas. I thought he was Kalidas, no? Another one. Another one also. Both of them. Chandidas worship Krishna? I don't know how much this story we can quote because validity is not, you know. Yeah? CC? It's in the CC I would have pretty much heard about it. I don't think it's in the CC. I don't know. I may have overlooked. Can you find out? I think Chaitanya Mahaprabhu read the books of there is a story about Chandidas there? Yeah, see, see. What he says? He says that Narayan Chandi in the company of Guru Dhamma Ramana Rai Mahaprabhu seeing a vision to the song of Chandidas with their No, 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 no. I am talking about the story he is saying now. He is saying about the life of Chandidas, you know. That's not there in the CC. I, I don't remember. Anyway, can find out. Right? It's in it's another place, I'm sure, some other Puranas. So the point is this that demigod worship cannot lead you to. So if he is thinking like that, maybe you can ask him to change his viewpoint. Because he is contradicted to what the verse is all about today. Yeah, but still, you know, was the devotee who told him? <laughs> he had to go to a devotee first. Right? Not one, a few guys. You know. They're so addicted to demigods. You go and ask who is supreme. Go and ask. And Lord Shiva. No, no, Durga. So, they are obligated. They don't tell you until you ask. Are you the supreme? They say, no, I am not supreme. Even Brahma said to Narada, I, I see you, are, are you the Supreme? And the whole three, Bhagavadam, two, five, two, six, seven. He said, no, no, I am not the Supreme. Who is the Supreme? Krishna is the Supreme. Then Narada is asked Brahma. So, you understand? So the point is this, I have to be clear, because look, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Ah, and he does everything for everybody. Why is this information should not be what told to everybody? It's injustice. If you want to worship demigod, we have no objection. But you have to know that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. But the problem is that to understand that you need a lot of piety. You need to meet a pure devotee to explain that. I mean, how many of us knew that before coming to Prabhupada? How many of us? Huh? They're confused. Correct? 
Why is Hindu religion so confusing? Huh? So many gods, so many things, is it not? Correct? Yeah. Confusion can only be cleared by the mercy of the pure devotee. That's it, that, period. You cannot say, oh, by the mercy of demigod, I got this, I got that. that, that uh, tell him, please uh, stop thinking like that. It doesn't work. Alright? Any other questions? Okay, thank you very much. Rantarajshman Bhagavan Ki.